Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist, and I am so excited that you're joining me today. We're going to be talking about defensiveness and conversations with other people and how we can get so defensive. Why does that happen? What's going on with us? And how can we stop this from happening? How can we not get so defensive? So let's pray. Holy Spirit, we welcome you into this podcast right now. Be with every single one of the listeners right where they are at. We thank you for your beautiful presence already, God. But we ask for more. I pray for an increase of the awareness of your presence with every single person that's listening. I pray, God, that this podcast blesses them in ways that they never could have imagined, that they're able to move into a greater place of strength with who they are and their identity in Christ, no matter what anybody else says to them. Guide me as I speak only what you need me to speak, nothing more, nothing less. I just pray for the peace that surpasses all understanding over every single one of the listeners, for your joy to come upon them. And we thank you, God, that you love us and that we're your kids. Amen. So I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. If you are a regular listener and you have not left a review, please do so on Apple Podcasts. Just make sure to scroll down to the bottom, click on write a review. Um, and it's really helpful for people to find out about this podcast and to hear about the things that they like. I also want to let you know that I have written a book called The Brave Encourager. If you haven't gotten a copy of that, or if you're curious about it, you can go to Amazon and search The Brave Encourager, and you can find my book. It's the only one that's on there with me as the author. Um, So I want to encourage you to go and find that as well. Please be sure to follow me on social media. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and also on Twitter. So thank you so much for your support if you are an active, continuous listener. So today we're going to be talking about defensiveness. This is something that many of us want to just respond and say, well, I'm not defensive. I don't do that. That's not something that I do. Other people do that to me when I talk to them. But it's one of those things that we struggle to be able to slow down, to be aware that it's something that we have a hard time with. And what it is, it's really a feeling, but also it's a behavior in how we respond to other people. And it happens when we feel like someone is being critical of us, and we might have some shame, we might have some anger, maybe even some sadness, and we might respond with sarcasm towards someone else. We want to might want to be critical in return. Many of us are getting triggered from some trauma responses. Um, we might even give somebody the silent treatment and just revert back and not even communicate with them. And really what defensiveness does is it distracts us from dealing with some sort of hurt and some sort of feeling of shame that we have underneath. And so what we want to do is we want to be like, "Eh, I don't like what just happened in me, so I'm going to 
revert back and I'm going to shove it back on the other person because I don't want to focus on what's going on with me in the moment. Okay, I did an episode a while back called Dissociative Identity Disorder. And in this, I talk about different coping mechanisms. Defensiveness is one of them. Okay, and so this is just one of those defense mechanisms that we choose that really is just a short term benefit for us in the moment, but long term, we end up actually feeling worse. It worsens us and it worsens the relationships that we're in. And so we want to be able to slow down. We want to be able to invite Holy Spirit in to be able to be this mighty teacher, this mighty comforter for us. And if you go to John 15, he talks about taking away the dead branches and pruning us. That's John 15 too, where we want him to be this kind father to us, which he is. God is this kind father and where he's saying, hey, I think there's something going on with you that I want you to be paying attention to. And he's kind about it. He's not going to be like, well, you need to do this and you need to do that. He's very, very gentle. And I want to talk about the difference between offensive and defensive. Um, Brant Hansen has an awesome book called Unoffendable. And this book really, really changed my life because it helped me to shift out of this place of like, as a daughter of Jesus, I really actually have no right to get offended at anybody. Because Jesus died on the cross for my sins. And so I, he actually, everything that happens, every sort of offense that shows up is actually on the cross already. And so I'm supposed to shift myself into that kingdom mindset to be able to see and hear and do what God intends for me. But for this to happen, I have to die to myself. Okay, that's Galatians 2.20. I have to be co-crucified. It's no longer I who lives, but it's Christ who lives in me, dwelling in me, operating in me. So how does this happen? Okay, so there's this dance of how do we move from this place of not getting offended and not struggling with being, you know, be defensive when people are talking to us. And so offensive is something that we have where we get offended when somebody else is doing something that we think there is an injustice or something that is not okay. And so we have this, you know, we'll have a righteous anger that comes up where we want to step forward and actually fight for someone who doesn't have a right to speak up. And now that is a very good thing. We don't want to ignore that. But when we get offended at something that doesn't it, that isn't actually in line with what God is talking about. And we respond with anger. We respond with criticism towards other people. It's not being fruitful. Okay. So I know there's a lot of things that are happening right now in social media, in many different um, companies that are making choices that we're not happy with. And we can get very offended at this. And that offense makes sense. But how we respond needs to be the way that Jesus would respond. We, we don't want to be threatening anyone. We don't want to be attacking anyone. We want to be responding in love and being able to be Jesus to other people. In Brant Hansen's book, he says that Jesus encountered one moral mess after another, and he was never taken aback by anyone's morality, ever. So what happens is we get in this place where we're like shocked. And what Jesus saying is like, no, we don't need to be shocked. We need to be ready, have our oil lamps filled with Jesus and ready to respond to people no matter what the situation is. And Proverbs 19.11 says that good sense makes one slow to anger and it is his glory to overlook an offense. Okay, so I just talk about being offended just so we can kind of 
um, get our mindset into that place of offense defense and the defense is where we're protecting ourselves, where the offenses were on the offense of wanting to attack something and someone else that's doing something. Um, and they are very similar because they're, it feels like there's an offense that's happening, but defensiveness often comes from personal protections, personal criticisms, where offense often can be towards, I don't like what that's happening. I don't like what that group is doing. Um, it can be both either way. So I'm not saying that that's all the time. It's just one of the things that that can show up for us. So how can we work on not being so defensive? And how does this happen? Like, how do we struggle with being defensive? So as I go through how to not be defensive, I'm going to have to be diving into why it shows up for us. So the first thing to not be so defensive is we want to get at the root right away. What happens when somebody is triggers us or there we get defensive towards something, there's some sort of character within us that's being challenged. And so what we want to do is we want to get the root of it. So if somebody is saying something to you and you're responding with defense, there could be something that's kind of being twisted in there for you. Like maybe they are saying that you don't actually care. Maybe you feel like they're saying that you don't have a good heart. Um, maybe you feel like they're saying that you're not a good parent. And most of the time, you guys, that's not actually what they're saying. That's what we interpret. So they'll say something like, Hey, did you did you put the dishes out? Or hey, did you call back that parent that you were supposed to call back? And we might respond with defensiveness, thinking, oh, I didn't do what I'm supposed to do. Oh, I'm lazy, or oh, I'm not a good parent. We respond with our own thoughts. And so we want to get at the root of it instead of responding back with defensiveness towards them and think, okay, you know what? The root is I'm thinking that I'm not a good parent. Am I a good parent? Yes, I am. So I break the lie that I'm not a good parent in the name of Jesus, and I declare I'm a good parent. Okay, so you get at the root. What's the lie that's showing up for you? Break the lie and then declare the truth. Um, and then number two is to emo identify the emotional hook. So Brene Brown actually talks about this where we will offload hurt and defensiveness is one of the ways to offload hurt. I actually did a podcast on this a while back as well. Um, but if we can identify what that is, ooh, what am I feeling? I'm feeling anger. Okay, where do I feel it? I feel it in my gut or I feel it in my chest. And I'm feeling anger because I'm believing that this person is telling me I'm not capable. Oh, okay. That's an emotional hook. Okay, so we're paying attention to it. Where do we feel it in our body? What's the negative belief? And then what's the emotion? So just being able to identify it is extremely effective. Most of the time, we go off in our body and we don't even know what's happening in our body. And we're just like off in la-la land of our body struggling and slowing down to be able to identify, yeah, my stomach hurts right now. Or I'm actually feeling this in my gut. I'm feeling shame. I'm feeling like I'm not loved. And, and that is power to be able to identify that because then what we can do then is we then bring that to Jesus when we're emotionally hooked. This is what I do. I just think Matthew eleven twenty eight. come to me all who are weary and heavy burden. I'm like, Jesus, I'm emotionally hooked. I'm struggling right now. I'm thinking that I'm not loved. I'm thinking that these people don't like me. 
okay, Jesus, I give it to you. And I want you to see yourself just like giving it to Jesus, putting it at the cross. You just give it to him and you wait till he takes it. And then after he takes it, you're like, you just say, thank you, Jesus, for taking this. What do you have in return? And you just wait for Jesus to replace it. Might be his love. Might be patience. Might be joy. Might be peace. Might be a word. Like, hey, I'm having you experience this because you're being strengthened for some reason. And, it, and it's a word for you, okay? I'm not saying that that's the word for everyone. It's, it's where it'll hit your spirit and it strengthens you in that moment, okay? And so number three is to protect your character by not blaming, not manipulating, not gaslighting, and not turn the tables, Okay, the worst thing we can do when that defensiveness starts to show up is to immediately respond with blaming the other person, targeting the other person, manipulating them, and even gaslighting. So if someone comes to you with, hey, you know, this is something that I'm struggling with or something I have a hard time with that you're doing, will you receive this feedback? Will you take this? And their response from it is, sure, I'll take that feedback. I, I'm good with that. And then as you communicate it, maybe you're not perfect in the way you're talking about it, but they respond with, well, you did this and you did that and you did this. Now they're turning the tables and this is starting to become into gaslighting. And so as that happens, you don't want to then respond back and start defending yourself again when they're, when they're first talking about this. So that's that's when somebody kind of twists it. We don't want to engage in that. Okay? And so we need to stay on course with making healthy choices by not blaming, not manipulating, not gaslighting and not turning the tables. Okay? Notice the hook, notice the root, okay? These are kind of what we have to do. This is a hard position to be at, okay? Give it to Jesus. Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28. Um, and then number four is identity. Know who you are in Christ. This is like probably the biggest thing I could say. And this takes time to build. And this, honestly, your identity gets built over these moments of people targeting you or having situations where people are attacking you. How you respond actually builds your character. So if you can respond with, okay, all right, I notice I'm getting hooked, slow down, deep breaths, and not responding with that blame or attack, your character actually builds. God's kingdom increases in that moment. You then increase your confidence with knowing who you are in Christ. The Bible says that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So yes, we were once a sinner, now we're a saint, we're a, we're a sinner saved by grace, but we're the righteousness of God, God in Christ Jesus. So how does this work? This seems kind of confusing. Am I a sinner or am I a saint? Well, we are a sinner saved by grace, but we operate in that place in the kingdom, in the throne of grace. So we can go boldly to the throne of grace. We surrender those sins all the time. So we're in that place of surrenderedness as a saint in the kingdom of God. If we ever move to that place where I'm good, I don't need God, then we're kind of moving back into that pride. And so when we stay in that place of humbled surrenderedness, we're in the throne of grace. We're with Jesus. We have access to everything 
in the kingdom of God. Our confidence comes from that. We are a daughter. We are a son. Our inheritance is with him. The truth of who we are is in the word of God more than what anybody else will say about you, will say to you. If somebody says something to deflect your character, like you're a liar or you're not a good person or you don't have a good heart, they can say whatever they want, but it does not speak the truth of who you are and how God sees you. This is actually why I wrote my book, The Brave Encourager, because I want us to learn how to pull the gold out of people and speak the truth of what God says instead of speaking out character from behavior that you have, you know, that you're a liar. No, you're not a liar. You may be lied, but you're not a liar. Okay? Like, we have to shift to you are an honest person. God has created you to be an honest person. He's teaching you how to have integrity. Thank you, Jesus. And so our character is being built as we surrender to God and our identity is becoming strengthened as we continue to surrender. We worship, we praise the Lord, we get in the word of God so our mind is renewed. So you don't get in the word of God because you have to religiously be reading because someone told you to. You get in the word of God because you want to be splashed with the word. Yeah, I like see some of you like being just splashed with this, the word of God that's just hitting you and it's hitting your identity and it's changing you. So like 1 John 4, 4 says, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. That's true. I remember when I heard that word, I was like, I don't really believe that God. So can you help me to believe that? And so I just kept declaring it. And after a couple months, I was like, I believe that. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. And the word started to become more real to me because I kept declaring it. And I focused on what God says about me than the world. The word of God became a person. It became Jesus, became the Holy Spirit, not a religious book that I was supposed to just monotonously read. It's there to bring transformation for you. So when somebody comes at you and it it is attacking you, because you will get attacked, you can respond with love. And so what I'm speaking to you is kind of transformational stuff, but then also identity. Number five is to know what your values are. Brene Brown has this awesome analogy where she talks about walking into the arena. And the only thing that you can bring into this arena if you're by yourself is your values. Okay, so this is like your faith, courage, integrity, family. Really identify if you were if you were all by yourself and you had nobody there with you and you were like ready to fight, what would you bring with you? Who are you? What are your values? And that's what you need to bring with you. That's how you want to show up. And number six, I could do a whole show on this one, but this is to shift into curiosity and wonder. We want to shift out of defensiveness and into curiosity and listen. Maybe there might be something in what they're saying that is actually pruning us. Maybe there is something from God in there. And instead of getting defensive, we can start to identify where's there this gap in our knowledge. Brene Brown defines curiosity as the feeling of deprivation we experience when we identify and focus on a gap in our knowledge 
And so there's like a, this gap, there's a gap in this, like, oh, I don't like this. And, oh, there could be something I could grow and could learn. And so we just want to be like, I want to grow. I want to learn. Okay. I don't totally know. And then I've got a couple questions for you to answer, to help kind of probe and kind of or prod and poke and explore the ins and outs. And I get this from Brene Brown's Rising Strong book. And so this is where we can kind of get curious about something, okay? So what are the facts in the story? What assumptions am I making, okay? So we need to, there's more we need to learn, more we need to understand. The next one is that what more do I need to learn and understand about the other people in this story, okay? So what additional information do I need? What questions or clarifications might help? And now we want to get to more of the difficult questions. And this is where it might take some courage to answer. What more do I need to learn and understand about myself? What do you need to learn about yourself? What's underneath this defensive response? This is the root. This is the emotional hook I was talking to you about. So that kind of leads up to this last, these last questions. Okay. What am I really actually feeling? What part did I play? And we just lay it out to Jesus and we say, Jesus, I give this to you. I was defensive. Is there anything in me that does need to change? Instead of just jumping at wanting to pray to say, tell this person to stop doing this. Let's just humble ourselves and say, God, we give this to you. We give this interaction with you. So I'm going to just to end with a, me sharing about my defensiveness that I have had with my husband. And he would communicate to me and he would ask me things in ways that triggered me to think that I wasn't doing enough and I wasn't doing the right thing. So he'd maybe ask a question, just something about around the house or something that needs to happen with the kids. Um, hey, how about we put this in for dinner? Or how about we, um, you know, these shoes need to be put away or whatever it is, just like regular day-to-day -day things. But I'd get triggered and I'd get defensive and I would attack him by saying, I got it. I'm handling it. Which was not kind, which was not godly, but underneath it, was this feeling of, I'm not good enough. And that was the root for me. My emotional hook was shame. I was feeling it in my gut. Okay, and when I was able to get curious, I was able to identify that this actually wasn't about, he's not doing anything wrong. This is really about me. And so that I give it to Jesus. So anything that you feel that as, as this podcast was going, as you were finding yourself like, yeah, I'm emotionally hooked by this, or I really get defensive about this. I want you to see yourself just giving it to Jesus. Put it, put it at the foot of the cross or give it to Jesus, hand it to him. And we just say, God, we repent for holding on to this stuff. I repent myself for getting defensive and not slowing down to be curious and to listen and to see the people in front of us. Thank you for accepting this repentance and washing us with your blood. So we just pray now that you just wash us with your blood, align us with you. I speak over every single listener, Lord, that you speak to their soul and their body goes below their spirit because their spirit man is saved and made in the image of Christ. And so I just pray for heavenly alignment right now 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for forgiveness. We thank you for aligning us, for forgiving us. And I pray right now for Holy Spirit to come in and just go into those places where we've been hooked, where there, there's been roots of shame, roots of pain, and that you can heal us from the inside out. And for those of us who have genuinely been attacked, I pray for a strength for us to be able to speak confidently with who they are in Christ in a godly way. Because we need people speaking up and being strong and not holding back. But we need to do this in the way that Jesus would handle it. So we just break off all defensiveness, all offensiveness right now in the name of Jesus. And we ask for an increase of that confidence of being a, of being a daughter or a son in Christ. Thank you, Jesus. We're not relinquishing our right to get angry or to accept an injustice. We're just really walking humbly with God, remembering who God is, giving God the glory. He's the one that can handle this stuff. If somebody has done an injustice to you, Jesus is the one who handles that. So we hand it all to you, God, and we say we trust you to handle this injustice. And we pray, God, that you guide us to speak words that are godly and honest and have integrity and love, patience and kindness. We thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.